Anna here. And this is David. And welcome back to the podcast, uh, the Simple Mission podcast. And um, today is going to be a little bit of a deeper episode where we just talked about forgiveness and the effects of unforgiveness and why it's important to forgive others like the way that the Father in Heaven has forgiven us. And, um, you know, sometimes relationships can be very messy and people can hurt us and, um, it can be hard to forgive someone that have truly hurt us or, uh, we've gone through something and they betrayed us. And there's a bunch of scenarios that, you know, I'm I'm sure that y'all can probably think of and that I can think of that, oh, well, this is the reason why I'm not going to forgive this person. But in reality, the Bible calls for us to forgive, even though we don't want to. Um, so that's where, you know, we're going to, you know, just talk about it today, have a conversation, and yeah. You know, so if we choose to hang on tight to the events of unforgiveness or to the events of somebody offending us or doing something that wasn't right to us, you know, if we hold on to those moments, if we hang on to those times very tightly, it can, you know, lead to other things like bitterness and anger, hatred, you know, mental and emotional pain. And so, you know, those things are, I guess, an after effect of what comes first, and that's forgiveness, you know. And so we all know it's really hard to forgive. Um, you know, we struggle with it sometimes, and I mean, I'm sure we all do. And so that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it, you know, because we feel like it's important to us to forgive, and it's important to, and it's difficult to forgive, you know, that one person that's done the worst thing to you, or the one person that keeps doing, just the, same keeps thing. doing the same thing over and over again, and you keep forgiving them over and over again, you know, like, when does it stop, or, or when does it become different, you know? And so, you know, there's not... Unfortunately, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can look up some things, but there's really not a five step to forgiveness. I mean, you can look into it deeper. I'm sure there's studies out there. But it's very surface level. It's very because surface you level. can't think about, you can't really um, dissect every person. Uh, issue with forgiveness because you don't know what happened. Yeah. Every, Only God knows, really. Yeah, and everybody's different and everybody's interactions are different every day and everybody's scenarios are different and so it's really hard to do a general... I mean, you can do like a general study on forgiveness or whatever, which kind of... It's kind of like what we've done here, but we've done it more on a bi- biblical sense uh, more of like what's right and wrong versus like, oh, you know, listen to your feelings and it's okay to be or, upset or mad and, at them. And, and I also don't like how... You know, if you're holding unforgiveness, you're also staying and believing the belief in this world where, you know, karma is going to come back for you. Like, oh, if you did wrong to me, it's going to come back to you. And that's the wrong way, too, of looking at it in that way. Yeah. Because I just, I, every time I see, oh, you know, karma is going to ditch you. And I'm like, that's just not, it's not biblical. It's no. not of God. And it's. It means we're holding on to resentment and unforgiveness, and if you think about it in that way. Yeah. You know, and, you know, whenever it comes to unforgiveness, kind of like how Leanna was saying, with people or your friends and family, I mean, we all we all love our friends, we love our spouses, and <laughs> we love our family, you know, and, you know, we just... We we are a people that like that like love each other. We want to be loved. We want to show love. You know, we want to be kind. You know, and that's I guess the true nature of 
um, our spirits. And so, you know, whenever you you have all that mixed together, sometimes it can be messy when someone says something or does something to you, you know, and it can really just spread into a whole new dimension of, you know, offensiveness and unforgiveness and hurt and anger. And so, you know, we all know that we struggle with this. And so we're going to help you um, while we as well talk about this and our struggle too. So, yeah. And the thing is that, you know, we have a episode that just came out, uh, like our last episode is all about church hurt. And we brought up how in church hurt, you know, we tend to not forgive the person or the pastor or the leader or the member of the church that have hurt us. And we brought up, you know, we're called to forgive and we're going to talk about it. And so the reason why I brought it up is because I had a lot of unforgiveness from people because of uh, church hurt. And so for David, it might be different. He may have had unforgiveness in other areas, but not in church. But wanted to bring that up because sometimes we can have unforgiveness even within the church or outside of the church. But yeah, the hurt is still there. Um, and you know, we wanted to cover, we wanted to cover forgiveness and unforgiveness because, um, but then we weren't ready for it. We, we, we were still dealing with a lot of unforgiveness at the time. And, um, we didn't feel like we were still qualified to share about this in such a heavy topic in an episode. Um, but the truth is, you know, we're never going to be perfect in explaining this and, we're human beings too, and we're gonna struggle with forgiveness. Like I can struggle with David if he doesn't pick up his shorts in the morning, and you know, am I not gonna forgive him? No, I mean that's pretty easy. But when it's something deeper, um, you know, if David ever betrayed me, like that would be a whole different deal. Like how do I forgive that? You know, so it's just different for everybody, and but at the same time, we're all to forgive. So. Yeah, and you know, kind of like Haliano was saying, you know, we're not perfect by no means, but we can try to be better and we can just strive to be, you know, the better person, I think. And obviously, you know, our influence and our person that we look up to can be Jesus, you know, because Jesus did a lot of forgiving and he helped the disciples forgive too. And I feel like... um before Jesus came down and before Jesus was really on, you know, on this earth, I feel like forgiveness was really difficult, a difficult thing. You know, um, I feel like there was a lot of like, like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like I'm mad. I'm just going to take it out. I'm going to kill him (laughs) or something like, well, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. That was kind of like what happened. And then Jesus. Well, that's what happened with Tain and Abel. Yeah. Basically he got mad and I killed his own brother because he just got mad at him. You know what I mean? It was like, golly. And he didn't know what to do with that anger. They were the first people to live on earth. Yeah. So he was experiencing all new emotions and stuff. And so I feel like sometimes we can experience new emotions you know, throughout our life and we don't really know what to do with them. And sometimes we get mad and we do things to hurt other people uh, or offend other people. And so, but whenever Jesus came down on this earth, I think he really did a great job of explaining, hey, like, what is forgiveness? How do we forgive? You know, like, what do we do with that? And so we're going to talk about some of that. Um, you know, um, this, the first verse, I guess we can talk about is Luke 23, to 32 through 34. And this is like one of the best examples of forgiveness and Jesus was on the cross. 
like forgiving somebody for and I'll just read it. Yeah, you can read it. Go ahead. Two other men, both criminal, were also led out with him to be executed. And when they came to the place called the Stoll, they crucified him there along with the criminal, one on his right and the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And so Jesus basically, you know, forgave the people that were killing him and crucifying him. Wow. He, he said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they're doing this. Yeah. And I feel like that's, like, one of the best examples of forgiveness, like, while he was being killed right there for us. And that's the reason why he died is for us so that we can be able to follow him without the, you know, all the rules and all the laws and everything from the Old Testament. He made a way for us so that we can be with him. But while he was being crucified, he was forgiving them and he asked God to forgive them because that was his own son. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's true. I think true forgiveness right there, you know, um. And I know, like, whenever past, you know, Jesus was crucified and all this other stuff, I feel like there was a lot more examples of biblical characters in history that actually, like, dealt with this, like, you know, kind of like how Jesus did, you know? Like, um, which is pretty, pretty incredible. I think he was a really good example of, like, what to do. And I feel like everybody's eyes were opened whenever this all happened. Everybody was like, wow, like that's that's what that means or that's what that feels like to forgive. And you know what I mean? Like all the grudges, I'm sure people had grudges looking around. They were like, oh, well, I'm mad at you for, I don't know, stealing my vegetables or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there's all these things that people have done with each other. I'm sure they're all standing there together. And it's like, wow, like we needed we need to forgive like Jesus did. And, you know, um, I'm sure there was a lot of forgiveness going on after all that and a lot of shock, too, as well. You know, um, yeah. So do you want to kind of move into um, a little story time? Yeah. So um, I did for me, I kind of shared a lot more about my unforgiveness because of church hurt um, in the church hurt episode. So if you want to listen to that, like listen to that one, because I don't want to just talk about church hurt in this one because I feel like I mentioned it so many times. Um, but another thing that I struggled with forgiveness was with, uh, the friends I had in my life and also with a certain boy. <laughs> he was a boy. He was not a man. Um, but with friends, oh. yeah, but with friends, um, I had the two amazing, um, Christian Dodley, you know, girlfriends in my life and we were, you know, hanging out all the time and I was praying so long for, um, you know, women in my life that I can be friends with, and, you know, God brought them to me, and, but, you know, something had happened to where it was, like, slowly starting to fade away without me realizing it, and anytime I tried to reach out to them, and they were, like, my best friend, like, we, I, I came over to their house all the time, we slept, you know, had a sleepover, they came over to my house a lot, and, you know, we hung out, we had coffee, we went out to eat, like, and went to church together and hung out all the time. And all of a sudden, um, you know, they started pulling away from me. And I really didn't know why. At first, I was like, no, that's just in my own head. And, um, you know, they just started to ignore me. And I think 
the worst part is that you know we were all you know bible believing christian and at at that point they started to fall away from the church and they started to follow in their own desires and they i think they assumed that i would not like them anymore because they were and i wish that they didn't think that because they were still my friends no matter what i would still pray for them i would still be with them i would still hang out with them we had the same similarity regardless of our faith and i feel like that that really hurt me because i i had hopes that they would think of me better than that because why why would i just condemn you if we were friends, you know, um, of course I would lovingly say something, but then, you know, be like, but it's your life, you can do whatever you want, and, um, for me, I just held on to that unforgiveness for a long time without me realizing it, and anytime I would think of them, or anytime they would come to church once in a while, it was very once in a while, um, it was hard for me to see them, and, you know, they would never say hi, they would never come up to me, but I would come up to them and say hi because I wanted to be the bigger person, but each time I did that, I would resent them a little bit more, and, um, yeah, so that's kind of my story with unforgiveness, and then eventually God reveals to me that I need to forgive them and to move on and to find new friends, you know, it's okay to still love them and pray for them, but from a distance, and not have to be friends with them anymore, because they don't want that anymore, but I had to forgive them, and to let it go, so that's kind of my story, then another story with a boy, you know, he, um, you know, basically led me on, and then he didn't like me anymore, but he didn't tell me, but was still leading me on, (laughs) And then, um, you know, that that hurt me for a really long time to the point where I start I stopped trusting people and I stopped, I didn't trust boys anymore. I didn't want to go on dates anymore because I thought that was just going to happen again. I was just going to get hurt. So in the beginning of me dating David, you know, before our first date, I almost shit in Dallas. I was like, he's just going to hurt me and I, I'm going to feel hurt again. But that wasn't the case, you know, we ended up together, and we're married now, but, um, but that experience with that, I dealt with unforgiveness, because I was like, oh, this unforgiveness is the only thing that, holding on to him, and I know that sounds so twisted, because I, in my head, I still was, like, in love with him, which is so sad, but I was like, well, this unforgiveness is still, it's the only thing left that I have of him. And yeah. if I forgive him, that means I have to let him go. Yeah. And so I remember one day I was thinking, oh, what if one day he does come back to me and I didn't say yes? And I was like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say yes. I would forgive him. I haven't forgiven him, but I wouldn't say yes. Um, and I had to move on. Wow. That was a good And story. I felt way better. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Um, for me, I'm gonna talk about a new story that I've never talked about before on the podcast. Um, I feel like I haven't really talked much about like working and work world, corporate culture, and all this other stuff a whole lot. So, um, prior to Leanne and I going full time entrepreneur, um, I did have a corporate sales job, uh, an area sales job. So. You know, I was down here in South Texas, and I had a lot of cities, had a lot of employees, and I had a lot of vendors and stuff that I would work with, and it was crazy, right? And there was this one, well, there was two, really, specific individuals in a certain city that I had, certain vendors, 
and um, you know certain accounts, and they were like in charge of the area and all this other stuff. So I would you know go in and you know sell our products and try to get more space and all this other stuff. Well, I guess whenever I started you know working, I don't know like in my first couple of years, like they were they were really good. And, you know, you know, everybody had told told me prior to working, you know, oh, there's, there's always going to be that one person that's just going to rub you wrong or that's just going to make you mad or whatever. Usually there's one or two people out of the, the, the bunch. And I was like, no, like, I don't think that's true. I'm not going to try to let that happen. I'm going to try to, you know, be close and be honest and be open with everybody that I come in contact with. And that was for the majority of the case. Well, a few years in. I don't know what happened. I really don't. I think it was something with this with this gentleman and this and this lady that I was working with over there and they were just on my case like nobody's business. You know, they would call at weird hours, text text things and demanding demanding, very demanding and very demeaning and whenever I would show up, I would be literally afraid to be in co- to be uh, like around them. Oh, like wow. I would try to avoid them at all costs. And so, you know, eventually I had to run into him and stuff a couple of times and it was very surface level. And then things just got heated like two sentences in, you know, and like for me, you know, trying to stay professional, I was like trying to maintain, you know, every time I spoke to him or, you know, they were on the phone or texting, I was trying to maintain a professional level. Well, things were not professional on their end at all. And I knew that. And so every time I would go, it would get such bad anxiety, like going and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm going to have to talk to these people. Like, I have to make contact with them. It's it's not going to be good. And sure enough, it wasn't good. For years, it, this went on. And so there was a lot of resentment and buildup, you know, over those years. And so, you know, and each time I would leave, I would be so upset. And it would ruin my day, pretty much ruin the week. Just the way that they would talk to me and the way that they would act. It was very horrible, very, very demeaning and you know, talking um, down on talking you. down on me, and like it was nothing was perfect, nothing was right, and it was like, gosh, you know, it was crazy. So if you all have experienced a coworker or a superior or somebody that's on your level or above, you know, doing this is terrible thing. Anyways, long story short, there was a couple of things that got way out of hand, and I had to get HR involved on their side and our side. And, you know, basically, like, I had to have a mediator to help, like, stop this from happening. You know what I mean? And so it was, like, constant. It was, like, it was crazy. I have never experienced this before in my life. And so uh, it was, like, nothing I said or did mattered. Nothing that I said or did Nothing made him happy. No, nothing made these two individuals happy. It was crazy. And so, you know, finally, there was some very demeaning and uh, very awful things said a couple of times over text message, over phone calls. So I was able to, you know, I just had to go and just turn them in, you know. And so I did that. And, you know, and I felt a lot better after that. And so I'm sure they were terrorizing other people and not just you. Oh, yeah. You know, and so I had to work on my heart really with them and. You know, whenever I left my job, it wasn't because of that, but, but, you know, whenever I left my, my career and stuff, I I had to kind of relook at myself and I almost laughed. I almost laughed at all the interactions and I was like, wow, this was stupid. Like, I can't believe I would, I let this get to me. I let them make me mad. And I think they wanted me to get upset. I think they are probing me. 
And so it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. And so, you know, uh, I had to, you know, I'm still am kind of forgiving them. I was telling the end, I was like, I don't ever want to go to that area again, you know, but maybe I should, you know, I don't know. And so, because to sort of work things out, you know, on, on, on another level besides like, you know, like what was going on at the time. But if I ever see them in person again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go up to them and show them grace and show them peace and, and show them, you know, who I truly am, you know what I mean? And so maybe that'll make, make a difference. But I felt like there was a lot of unforgiveness towards me from them. You know, and I don't know why. And so, you know, I think unforgiveness... And I, I don't think it was you. I think it was, like, maybe the company that you were working for and they had resentment like, towards know. the company. Maybe so. And, and you were just, like, the one that they were just going to take it out on. Yeah. And so I feel like unforgiveness can be within yourself and can be with other people, too. Like, you're you're involved, but you're you're on the other side of it. Like, you're the one that's... Getting it. Getting it. Without and, you doing anything. Yeah. And so I feel like there's two different sides of unforgiveness. I feel like you could be the one that has unforgiveness and then you can be the one that's on the other, that's a, you know, that's on the other side of the unforgiveness. The one being, I guess. Or the person that did something to you that yeah, caused the unforgiveness. caused the unforgiveness. And so, so it's, it's three like. Things. So yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's technically three things. Anyways, and so, you know, but that's still something that I'm that I'm dealing with that, that I'm kind of working through and stuff. And so, you know, not that I'm like upset, but I'm like, I'm like, I just don't I don't see why they made my life so miserable. But, so you're just trying to see why it was it nagged at you so much and it yeah. like troubled you so much. I remember every time David had to go to this area, he always kind of told me, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to see them again. Yeah, and, and I was telling like you know you you don't know what they're going through you don't know there's something wrong or um their home life is awful and they should take it out on their coworkers or on at work because they don't know how else to handle it and so I remember like kind of challenging him hey you never know like what they're going through like yeah. and even if they yell at you you know just be the better person and just just still along with it you yeah know? and so you had to report them because they had said or did something that any had the evidence and he yeah. had he kind of had to get that and after that things they were, were way better. better yeah I think things were and maybe you were meant to be the one to report that yeah i think so so you know with all of this stuff you know we're talking about it's like you know why does it matter like why do we need to forgive other people why do we feel like we need to work things out with other people whenever they make us mad or whenever we make them mad. It's like, you know, it's like, well, who cares? Well, it's because of the fact that we're all human and that, you know, that your life and their life are on equal planes. They're on equal playing. They're on, we're all equal. We're all on the same boat together. You know what I mean? Like there's not one person that's better than somebody else in God's eyes. And so even though they may have a bigger title or a better income or bigger house or whatever that doesn't mean that they still have a heart and they still have feelings and they have emotions just like you and so you know if we all go through life holding on to things that people have done with done to us in the past or that we've done to them you know i feel like that things get ugly and we get a hard heart and things don't 
don't turn out. You know, things don't, they seem to just, oh, I just can't get past this. Or, oh, I, I just can't seem to, like, figure this out. Well, it's because your heart is so hard from all the unforgiveness. And, yeah. you know, the, the you know the, the matter of this is, is that, you know, people are going to hurt other people because we all love and we all care about each other. And it's just, it's just a matter of moving past that. It's a matter of how can we forgive? There's different ways to forgive, you know. But I think the forgiveness needs to start with yourself. Yeah. Um, I, I was while he was talking, I pulled up the Bible verse because I was like, Oh, this this is a good representation of like, you know, sometimes we can ask God, why should I forgive or how how often should I forgive this person or whatever? And so there's a story um of Peter talking to Jesus and asking him, you know, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? He just threw out a number. He's like, oh, you know, maybe seven times is perfect. And after that, there's no more. And Jesus said, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. And so the point of it is not to tell how many times you've forgiven this person up to 77 or 77 times. Whatever. 77, 77 times. I don't even know what that number is whatever but it, the point is he's saying not to tell how long or how how many times you've forgiven that person but you should keep forgiving that's the point of it all until you lose track <laughs> um, yeah but if you're wondering you know where that is that's matthew um chapter 18 verse 21 and he also shares a parable after he said that to peter all the way to the end of that chapter uh verse 35 so if y'all just wanted to check that out, it's a really good um, parable. I, I'm not going to say it all because we don't have time for that. But anyways, um, should we share about the story about Hori Ten Boom? Yeah, sure. You can. Go ahead. I've okay. talked for a while. Yeah, so this is something that I... This is a story. This is a true story, by the way. Um, I'm having a hard time seeing my nose because it's getting dark outside. It looks like it's about to rain. This is a true story about um, a Holocaust survivor, and her name was Hori Ten Boom. And she was sharing her message about God's forgiveness, you know, while she was in the concentration camp. And in that time that she was sharing her story, she saw a man at the church. You know, you know, this is years after she was, you know, saved and survived. Like, this is when she was in her, uh, I think her 60s or 70s. Just so you know. Um, she's not, like, you know, 15. She's, like, in her 70s. Um, anyway, she saw a man at the church, and he was a former Nazi guard at the concentration camp, the same one where she and her sister were at. And the sad thing is, I'll just say this, you know, those Nazi people made them walk naked in front of the guards, and it's just so sad. And eventually her sister, her name was Bestie, she died at that same camp, but Hori um, survived. The former guard came up to her, Hori, at the church, and he said that he was a Christian now. And he heard her mention that same concentration camp that she was at, and which he was the guard. But he did not remember her. He did not remember her at all. But she remembered him very well. And he asked her for her forgiveness. 
and she had the most hardest time you know like you know there's a post that I found this on so I'll make sure to link it if you want to read the full story but she you know she was sharing how hard it was for her to like I don't want to but she knew she she had to do it she was commanded to do so and, and let me share Matthew uh, chapter 15. It says, If you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sin. And so she forgave him. And the thing is in that post, in that story, she said that she forgave him. But then, you know, days and weeks after that, she still had a hard time, like, the memory come back and she would be mad and she had to forgive again over and over and over again. It wasn't a one-time deal. Boom, she's better. It was a long, continual process for her to forgive that man that said he was a Christian now, you know? Wow. And I'm sure she wanted him to pay for it. Yeah. You know, her sister died at that same camp and she forgave him. Yeah, wow. I just thought that story had always impacted me. I've, I think I've heard that story um, when I was like 15 or 17. And that really stuck with me. And I knew that I wanted to bring that up in this episode. Wow. Well, thanks, Leanna. That, that was very impactful. That was very eye-opening, too. I would have had a hard time forgiving him, too. You know, that was a that was a very big thing and brave thing, you know, that she did. Um. So... You know, I think we can kind of move on into this uh, episode a little bit and talk about, you know, what if we just don't seem to forgive this person? You know what I mean? Like, especially when they, you know, don't admit that that they did any wrong to you, you know? And so this, I think, is the hardest part of forgiveness because when the person doesn't know what they've done or the person just has no clue that they've wronged you, you know, how can you seem to forgive them when they just they just don't know mm-hmm. you know it's not like oh i'm sorry for this like i'm really sorry for acting this way will you forgive me yeah sure but no when when you don't get that ever in your life how do you forgive that person even though even though you know that they've wronged you and they probably know too but they won't admit it yeah and that's really difficult to do i think that's probably one of the most forgive uh, hardest things to do is to forgive those who have wronged you but they don't admit it or they don't or they're not sorry or they're not sorry yeah and so you know i think this is really a hard thing you know i think it's on both sides you know i think if you don't if you choose not to forgive them you know that's your own deal but it's going to lead it into bigger things you know down the road and then if you're on the other side of it you know not asking for forgiveness knowing that you've done wrong to this person like, you know, you're both at fault. <laughs> I mean, really, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's, I think that it really starts with, you know, um, your heart, whether you're on one side or the other, really opening up to your feelings, opening up to the interactions, opening up to the behavior that's kind of stirred all this, you know, understanding why you're upset, why you're mad, why you're bitter, you know, oh, I'm just mad. You know, like, no, there's a reason why you're mad. You know, you don't just wake up mad. You know, I mean. Dang. Yeah. Mm, dang. So I used to wake up mad when I was, you know, dealing with unforgiveness with, um, towards my friend and the boy that hurt me. I would wake up mad. And I think I 
at the time, I didn't know why. And my family would tell me, oh, she, oh, Leanna, you always wake up grumpy or mad. I'm like, I don't want to be that way. And so that's when I started seeking the Lord a lot more. And I started reading my Bible and praying more. And that's when he revealed to me, like, you're dealing with unforgiveness. You need to forgive. And Dang. so, and now I wake up happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're happy. You can, you can definitely attest to that. Yeah. I don't exactly. know if you wake up happy, though. Sometimes. I'm sleepy. He's sleepy when he wakes up. Yeah, I'm a sleepy man. Oh, so anyways. Okay, yeah. So, you know, just kind of like how Leanna was saying about how she really had to get in God's word. And God kind of woke her up with the fact that, oh, she needs to start forgiving. You know, she's her life is just miserable, you know. And, and that's kind of what happens. You know, it, it starts really, really small. Really small. And then it just grows it if it's not dealt with. Grows. It's like it's like a tree, and it'll be like the, it'll be a massive tree of unforgiveness and anger. Well, do you and want the, all the tree? Above. You want the tree of life or the tree of death? You got to cut that tree down if it's death. <laughs> yeah. And so to be able to cut that down, you know, you need to start trimming back the tree some, and trimming back means peeling back the onion of your feelings and emotions and getting vulnerable and even though it's even though it even though you're you you know you may be scared you know but do you know what happens when you peel an onion you start you start crying yeah because you gotta start opening up that's true i'm sorry if that's corny but it's so true maybe that's why god created the onion so that we can learn from it (laughs) yeah we can learn to cry you know um okay so yeah, so... Leanna's got some stuff to say. Yeah, I have something to say. So, what he was, you know, he was touching on, you know, sometimes there's effects of forgiveness, but there's also un- effects of unforgiveness. Um, so, with forgiveness, you know, it really, you know, brings you peace, and it brings you joy, and it brings you, you know, a, a new sense of purpose in life. Whenever but you forgive. When, whenever you forgive. Oh, yeah, okay. We haven't talked about that. But whenever you don't forgive, you know, he was saying that, that we deal with a lot of anxiety, we deal with bitterness, and we deal with having a view of, you know, having a pessimistic worldview. And I think that was something that I kind of still struggle with, you know, being pessimistic, like, oh, this is this is the way it's going to be, or... Oh, this person's just gonna do the same thing again. They're never gonna change, you know. Like being pessimistic, and that I'm not saying that if you are pessimistic that you have unforgiveness, but being pessimistic is not always a positive thing. Obviously, yeah. it's not positive, it's negative. Um, so that can give you a pessimistic worldview, you know, being bitter and having resentment, and it can literally, it, you know, there's a post um, that we're gonna put on the show note it says that it literally can affect everything from your muscles into your chemical balance in your brain and so over time that kind of stress of unforgiveness can weaken your body that can lead to more physical issues down the road and here's a quote from this uh um web post if you dwell on hurtful event or situation Grudges filled with resentment, vengeance, and hostility can take root. If you allow negative feeling to crowd out positive feeling, you might find yourself swallowed up by your own bitterness or sense of injustice. Dang. Wow. Like, that is really powerful and it's so true because I feel like a lot of people in the 
in this world, especially on social media, is just still mad about everything. They're just yeah. so mad about the government. They're still mad about what's going on in politics and, you know, world events. And they always have something to say and they're always mad, always angry. But I feel like there's a lot of, like, resentment and, like, unforgiveness from those things. And if, if it keeps building up, you're not going to be someone that people want to be around. Yeah, wow. But, um... Do, do you have anything to add from that? Yeah, I think, I know we've talked a little bit about unforgiveness and all this other stuff, but I like what Leanna had to say of talking about when, what happens when you forgive, you know, and I think we can kind of talk about that and, um, you know, end it on a good note. So with this, you know, I guess what happens whenever we forgive others? Um, I mean, you know, kind of like how I was dealing with this person in my workplace and stuff like that. You know, um, every time I left, I was really mad. But then I would be afraid to go in there. But I had already forgiven them in the past for what they've done. So I was like on a new slate. I was like, you know, today's a new day. We're going to start something new. And it was great. And it was good. And yeah, I was scared to go in. And yeah, I was scared to approach these people. But, you know, I didn't have bitterness. I didn't have a whole lot of unforgiveness because I was constantly forgiving them all the time. And I was able to approach them on a neutral ground and on a happy ground. Like, hey, like, you know, how are y'all doing? And usually that didn't go very well. But, you know, <laughs> um, you know, but I think a lot of times whenever we work on, whenever we do forgive, things become more lighter. You feel lighter. You, you, you know, you, you feel more happy. You feel more, I guess, aware. You have more peace. You know, you, you have more of a sense of. I feel like you have like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah. Whenever you were holding on to that weight. Yeah, whenever you truly, you know, like forgive and stuff. And, um, you know, I think <laughs> kind of a crazy um, uh, analogy or, or a s- simile, I think, is um, the uh, Mr. Scrooge, the Christmas Carol movie. Whenever he had his dreams and his dream person was like, in chains or his his coworkers. Oh, or something the like that. um, the uh, the ghost of the Christmas past. Ghost of the Christmas past. Yes, and he had all these chains. He was like carrying them around. He was like, "I'm miserable." I was like, "Golly, like, that's a good visual image of like how we can be whenever we don't forgive people." Dang. Yeah, that part is really intense. I remember he said, he said on there, "Oh, each uh link of chain is from." Uh, from me not treating people well, like in life, or like treating people wrong, or all of these things, he said it, I created it link by link, and that really scared Dang. me watching that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like forgiving, like you know, that is a commandment from God Himself because He knows that He knows how we will feel when we do forgive. Like we we will be more focused on to carry on his will and you know building his kingdom instead of focusing on, on ourselves and pitying ourselves and like living in resentment and bitterness which is exactly where the enemy wants us to live in so that we don't live in you know the purpose of god from from him um like the enemy just wants us to live in unforgiveness and live in hurt and live in bitterness forever and hurt people hurt people hurt people yeah wow um, but is there anything else you wanted to add, like, at the end? Um, yeah, sure. I think, you know, how, like, why we should forgive and, like, you know, all this other stuff as, as we're kind of talking about, oh, like, what happens whenever we do forgive? You know, um, I guess we can start 
like if, if, if you don't know where to start to be able to have that fulfillment, to be able to have those chains lifted off, you know, to be able to feel free, to be able to have good conversations and good relationships with the people that have hurt you or that, or that you've hurt them. If you don't know where to start, you know, uh, I would start on just like reflecting on the times when you've hurt others and those who, who've, you know, you've forgiven, who, who have forgiven you, you know, maybe write down in a journal and, you know, like pray and, you know, really talk to that person um, that you found to be wise, helpful and compassionate, you know, such so as maybe a trusted family member or a friend or a spirit or, or a spiritual leader. So, you know, I think whenever we deal with forgiveness on our own, it's really difficult. But whenever we bring somebody in, that may, may may know a little bit better or that is on a neutral ground, I think it can become easier. So yeah. what are some other ways? Yeah, I think the other thing that I brought up with um, Corey Ten Boom is that, you know, be so aware that forgiveness is a process and it can take some time. And even, you know, some of the small hurts that, you know, may come up in your soul and may need to be re- revisited. You have to forgive it over and over again until, you know, to the point where you don't even have to think about it anymore. Um, so it's just remember that it's a process. It's going to take some time, especially depending on how big the offense or how big or how deep that person have hurt you or betrayed you. Um, it's going to take some time. Like you may need to go to counseling. You may need to talk to a therapist about this. Um, instead of just talking about it with a friend, like they may not be able to help you and give you the tools that you need to forgive and to move on. Um, so it can be a, a process, and uh, it's going to it's going to take some time depending on the effect. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, I think the other thing too is is to really. I guess, I mean, you've probably heard this before, but to like, you know, to be the bigger person in the event, to be the, to be the more mature person in the event, you know, when somebody's lashing out at you or, or, you know, I don't know, they did something to you intentionally or whatever, you know, I guess our initial reaction is to do, to do something back to them, you know, and that's not, that's not what Jesus and God called us to do, you know, and so I think if you, we all practice to be a bigger person. You know, it took a lot of strength for me to be a bigger person whenever when I had my conflict things that I told you about. And I really tried. And there were some days where I, I didn't. And so, you know, but I do look up to that. It's like, wow, like, hey, you know, if 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 I can do it, you know, you can do it. If Leanna can be the bigger person, you know, you can be the bigger person. And so, yeah. And I really think that, you know, if both if both parties are really mad and there's a lot of anger and unforgiveness going on, they're just going to hurt each other worse. But I feel like if one person is more of a neutral ground, more of a, more of a, I don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? More of like, uh, they don't, they're, 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 they're not, not involved. They're not too involved with it and they're not affected by it. I feel like there's, there's a shift. The person that's upset and all this other stuff. So the person can, can have all these emotions or whatever. And, you know, this other person that's trying to talk to them can be more objective. And, yeah. like, they're not really involved in the situation. But they can talk to them more neutrally and, like, oh, this is what you can do. Remember, you know, don't let your emotions take over you. Like, what we've been talking about in our young adult group is not letting our emotions control us. But to let, um, let our spirit you know, died us, you know, yeah. our, the Holy Spirit had died us, not allow our emotions to overtake us. And so I feel like that's a good uh, representation on that. And I think we have one more last one. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that one or me? You can talk about it. 
Okay, so this one is a little bit, a little bit of sassy Leanna coming out. Um, sassy Leanna. Yeah, I'm coming out right now. So know that yes, we are called to forgive. But that doesn't mean that you have to see the person again. You don't have to be best friends with them. You don't have to have them in your life. You know, you can set some boundaries out of love, out of respect, and out of possibly your safety. You know, but you don't have to withhold forgiveness. Like, forgive them, but you don't have to be friends with them. You can love them from afar and pray for the best for them but you don't have to be involved in their life. You don't have to allow them to be a part of your life depending on the situation and all of that. But if it's something small where, you know, a friend like that, you know, took your purse and, you know, you know, didn't tell you that they were going to borrow it, like that's not a big deal. But if it's something, a deeper offense, you know, you don't have to allow them in your life, you know, but you can forgive them and move on, you know? So that's something that we are strongly um, passionate about of setting boundaries. And we covered this in a topic. We covered this topic in a podcast episode. Um, and we'll link that below. We also wrote a blog post on this. And that's where I kind of shared the majority of my church hurt on that uh, on that blog post. So check it out if you want to um, learn more about setting boundaries. Yeah, so, you know, we know that um, forgiveness can be very difficult and it can be difficult in a lot of ways and a lot of senses. And we understand that we know that everybody is on their own journey with forgiveness. And we know that, you know, and we're aware that not all interactions are the same, Yeah. you know? And so, you know, treat your interactions, you know, as for what it is and, you know, start by, you know, really looking at, you know, who you are what you stand for, what you are, and it'll help you um, with to start to forgive, you know, you know, and so this is a journey thing. And um, I'm really glad that we talked about it. It was kind of hard to talk about this, honestly, um, just because it's, it's, it, it's sensitive and in a lot of ways, you know, um, but we hope that, that, that you all have enjoyed it and have learned something too. Yeah. So we'll definitely, you know, put all the links in the show notes and we just hope that you're encouraged and uplifted by this message of uh, forgiveness and to start forgiving today. Yes. And so make it your choice. Make the best choice. Make an honest choice. We'll see you guys later. We'll see y'all. Bye. Bye.